Alright, shoot. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> insert intro here. Um, hey, what's up? I'm Hydra, and this is my good friend Venom, and welcome to uh, the new Genote, the, the, the podcast where Hell we yeah. discuss music. Music. Yes, music 100. So, today I thought, well, first podcast, I've been very interested in a guy called, called Mark Marcel, who is strangely accurate to... Freddie Mercury's vocals, and I've discussed it with so many other people, and they completely agree with me, which I find rather strange. But there's been a lot of debate around him whether he's like, um, kind of stolen the vocals or not. But you know, when I was listening to it, I didn't think it was stolen. There was definitely some differences in the vocals, but it is very, very similar. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's <laughs> confusingly close. That's the uh, that's the one thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, what I wanted to do is kind of analyze it bit by bit, in terms of um, the way he does it, and then the way that Freddie Mercury does it. Hence, why I've got both videos up here. Um, so then the first part, the the, the opening, obviously, because there's there's the whole band in the in the original. Is here. This the But then in a, in that one slot, everything but the highs, as far as I'm aware, is Freddie Mercury. It sounds like it. The the highs in that I think are Roger Taylor. I'm completely not sure. And the way he does it. Warts and all. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? The way that he's done it, obviously there's only one of him and he hasn't pre-recorded those kind of uh those those backing vocals that you hear in the original. Is this the real life? And it's just him and a piano, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he's it's also just vocals in the original. There's no piano. Yeah. But again, I think he's used that piano to kind of beef it up a little bit. Yeah. As far as I can tell, he is hitting. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. He's hitting most of the notes that Freddie Mercury is hitting in that, because you can hear Freddie's vocals quite outstanding because of how his how his voice is. Yeah. yeah definitely, definitely. I think he's. It... Things is slightly differently. It's a bit more. I don't know how to describe it, just, it is just more. I'm assuming that is also because he's not doing anything pre-recorded. So if it is, like, all in one take sort of thing, yeah, it would make sense for him to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been multiple takes, he says at the beginning. I just skipped past that because I couldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> he says that he, this is done in one take. He says it's not his first take. But... You can see in his in his Pro Tools, obviously, you can see through my screen that in his Pro Tools there's nothing else. Um, there's no other audio tracks apart from his raw piano and his his raw vocals. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know if they're coming on the same same audio track or whatever he's doing with his interface, but um, whatever he's doing, there's probably some sort of effect on it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There's always going to be, even slightly, just to make it sound like it is being, like it is in the studio, because it always is a bit, like, had some effects to it done, usually, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then... Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see... That high note is definitely different from, from the original. Yes. Then the piano comes in here. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I think the note that he's singing there. Uh, why is that? Hang on. Up to the skies and see. Oh, that's high. God. 
I think that is like a is C sharp, maybe? I don't know. It's, that, it's definitely that sort of range. Yeah. Certainly much higher than the original. Yeah, you can hear it. Even, even Freddy and, and Roger aren't hearing those. Oh no, it is there. I do hear it on the. If you hear it on the right ear. Oh. It's definitely there. Oh, right. So I think yeah. it's them Roger Taylor doing that. I'm just a boy. I need no sympathy then the vibrato he adds on, on Poor Boy, it's nice. Then yeah, it's. I don't think it's quite. I can see where they're coming from with that vibrato and, and Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it's the exact same. But I don't know whether that's been done through, uh, through an effect or whether it's been done through, um, whether it's actually his raw vocals doing that. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I wonder which one it is because it, it, it. God, that's hard. To, it's hard to tell with that one. Yeah, it's uh, it can be annoying at times the way that people produce stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I need no sympathy because I'm musical, musical, little high, little low. You can definitely tell by the way he's doing his vowels there that. Um, so the... I need no sympathy cause I'm You can see where people come are coming from when they say that he sounds like Freddie Mercury when he does those vowels and, like, the O's. Um... Yeah. If you if you want to say anything about that, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's it, wow. I don't know how to describe it, but it really is very similar. I think it's almost like a softness to it. Yeah, like yeah, no, I see what you mean. Like yeah, slightly what? gentle. What I do find funny, very funny about this is it's it's two it's two vocalists and two sorry no two non vocalists analyzing some vocals. Nice. <laughs> I, I I play drums. <laughs> <laughs> drums. Drums go brr. That's That high note, the way he hits that. Yeah, he does it well. Yeah, I I, re I do really like. I don't know because they are they've both have definitely got similarities, very similar. But oh, yeah. just some ways that Mark does it, like sings it, it is definitely it's really interesting the way like they do it because it's slightly it is slightly different. And I don't I genuinely don't know which one I prefer because both of them sound really like obviously Freddie Mercury's original is amazing clearly but marcus is like he's got a way of doing it that just sounds so interesting yeah, yeah. and i really like it it sounds it's something that you feel like wants to it wants to draw you in you know what i mean yeah it's kind of i guess builds the suspense that the original kind of builds as well that's the right word i'm looking for yeah i, d I know what you mean yeah Definitely. Yeah. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I want to listen to that. Really he hits the same note as I think, again, Freddy's there in, in the build up to the first pre chorus. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, I think yeah. It's not that hard of a note to hit. I say that. Um, <laughs> uh, 
for for his kind of for his kind of vocal range it's not the hardest it's not and and it's also not the easiest yeah i wish i could do vocals <laughs> yeah i know i can scream that is it <laughs> are we leaving that in <laughs> but, <laughs> um so then this first part obviously that's just piano so obviously people that are listening to the podcast aren't exactly be able to see the way that he's playing it but in fact in the way that mark mark is playing it you can see that is the exact way that Freddie Mercury played it. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess goes towards the, the historical representation of it, but... Yeah. This particular section is where the similarities most are apparent. Because in the original, it is just piano. Yeah. And that is what Mark is doing here. Yeah. It's... Mama! And then when those vocals kick, kick in... Um... Most of the time, he's getting those, those the same kind of the same vibrato, the same kind of range that Freddie Mercury most normally has. Especially in in this song, arguably one of the most famous songs of of all time. Um, I'm gonna shit on for saying Doubt that, me. but like, <laughs> um, it's Vocal-wise, it's very well done by both Freddie Mercury and, in this case, Mark Martell. Um, in the way that the vocal ranges are in the exact same kind of kind of range, and they can hit the same notes, they can do a lot of stuff, even with production, even with um, just effects in general, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, definitely. So, uh... I didn't realize there was a bass in there. Oh yeah, there is. Mama, just killed a man. So, the kill the man is that for bro? I cannot. Just killed a man. The way he kind of slides off that, the way that Freddie Mercury slides off that note, just kill the man. It's, yeah, it's... Yeah. I feel... It's very distinctly Freddie. It's very, yeah, it's very Queen. Well, it's just Queen in general. It's just Queen at the time. If you kind of... Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of... I feel yeah. as if... When was the song released? Uh, I do not know. 1975. Um... I feel as if it's very kind of that that era, if you know what I mean. The way that people slid off notes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It almost, I mean, it's not, this isn't the word, but it's almost like organised. I hate to use like the word sloppiness, but it just kind of is. Like sloppiness isn't like, not in the bad connotations, but just kind of how it just kind of drifts from one note to another is very that era yeah if it was a synthesizer you would be using glide i hate to compare it to a synth but (laughs) it's it is that kind of it is that kind of uh that kind of thing that if it was a synthesizer there would be glide on the vocal yeah yeah definitely and the way that mark does it he he holds that note kill the man he holds it with vibrato as well which i have to say isn't the easiest thing in the world um but it's yeah it can it's effective kind of yeah it's definitely more modern the way those vocals are done um like with the way that that like note is like sustained yeah because so, I mean, there is always the possibility that there is vocal correction, there's there's note correction, there's there's vibrato correction, in every sort of way. Nowadays, we ha- we haven't got the same. Well, so, sorry, we have got the kind of the more advanced uh, production techniques that we can use. If you listen to a lot of of modern covers of stuff, especially from sixties, seventies, even eighties, 
when when synthpop kind of started to kick in it's um kind of different in the way that we produce differently than we used to if you know what i mean yeah yeah and you can you can really hear how things were done in that era just through it because now i'm sure i'm, I'm assuming it will happen the same thing once things have developed in like how many years but like it you can't hear what what era it is just through what how it sounds it is really interesting how it is that recognizable that sort of quality to it yeah and i like the way that um if you listen to a lot of newer uh, even like a new a lot of newer punk music there isn't processed vocals which is personally in my personal opinion i like unprocessed raw kind of vocals yeah agrees definitely i've i've always i've always preferred a raw sound with music in general um i just think it sounds so much more genuine i i think that's partly one of the reasons i just despise despise like modern pop and stuff like that oh yeah because it just sounds so overproduced it's like what's the point of all any of this when it's just like anyone could do that as long as you've got the skill to change it you know you could like you could sing it you could sing it completely wrong you'd have to play anything it's just done yeah after mixing music for a while whenever you start listening to pop you're like oh i recognize that midi pack yeah it's like it's all pre-made yeah it's it's a lot of pre-made honestly excuse my friends but just shit yeah agreed definitely agreed but I don't know if, in this specific instance, he has used a lot of, of, of vocal correction or just techniques in general, but... You know... It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I, I think There's a slight echoing to the voice, but that's kind of just done anyway. That's just a reverb. That's just a short reverb delay. That's it. Yeah. I just killed a man Put a gun against his head so the way i don't know if you know like that sort of in the in the piano moment the way god i wish i knew piano terms properly but like the way instead of just playing the notes you kind of slid across like the notes there i'm yeah. not sure if that is done in the original there, in if, you watch, if you watch here um it's the exact way that that freddie mercury does it he did it um i don't know if you watched bohemian rhapsody but they took actual footage from that um they took footage from him recording it they took it from studio studio footage and everything um and that's exactly how he played it lifting his left hand to go over his right hand and then play that octave all right so play the octave a play the octave um sorry play the octave g and then the octave f wow that's yeah that's amazing and it, there are some cases where he'll use his right hand pinky to play the lower part of the octave and then his left hand to play the upper part of the octave. Really? Which is a hell of a stretch. I tried to do it. It's painful. Sounds it, yeah. <laughs> Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger, now he's dead Mama. So, in the way that it definitely sounds the Queen version sounds more full, if you get where I'm coming from, entirely because it's the whole band, it's the bass, it's the piano, later the yeah. guitar will come in and everything will be what you would expect from a band. Yeah. And um I don't know, it's I can't tell if I if I like it more full or if I like if I prefer the version. Or it's just raw vocals, just piano. I mean, both have definitely got their place. Um, obviously, the original is is I think kind of understood to be pretty amazing. That's why it's held up this long. And like you said, it's one of the most famous songs. And if I, that I think that just is true. Yeah. Um, 
But once it's just like vocals and a piano, both of those things can really expand and fill in that space. And that's definitely what Mark is doing, especially with the vocals, the way it's kind of emphasised to a certain degree. And I think that is cool that he is able to do that. Then with the band, is all... It's less that, but that's because other instruments like the bass is filling in those spaces. So they kind of come to the same sort of quality, but it's just it's done. Dif- they've done different things to achieve it. I think it just all sounds really cool, like both of them. Yeah. In the end, to achieve that. In the way that Marks is kind of acoustic, and and the Queen version is the Queen version. <laughs> I didn't really know a better way to put yeah. that, but. Um. Yeah, it's definitely better. In my opinion, I I think it's better, more full than it is kind of, um, like musically full than it is just raw. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, just before we continue, I just want to say that, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the remastered version on Spotify, has um one point six four billion plays. So, definitely one of the most streamed songs of all time. Yeah, give me a sec to process. Jeez, that is a lot. That because makes it, sense, though. That definitely makes sense. The, wow. re, the remastered version's only been out for 10 years. Yeah. So, it's crazy. That's at least one of the preference between streams the do you have a preference between the original remastered? No difference. There is absolutely no difference. It's the same song, just reposted. Oh, right. <laughs> That's the whole point of remastered. Um, if you go on and look at, like, uh, I don't know, say Oasis, for example. That's my the first band that came to mind. If you look at some of the original stuff and then listen to the remastered, there is no difference at all. Oh right, I never. I always assumed there was a slight difference, but I never properly listened to it to see. No, no. Um, I forgot what section we're up to. Not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that section. Okay, so the way that Freddie Mercury. The the way that he slides up to that note is called that with the with the just begun. I'm not even gonna try singing it because yeah. it's a very hymn note and it's um it's done well the way that he slides up to it. Let's have a listen to how Mark does it then. Mama, life had just begun. And again, you see the similarities coming in. Um, yeah, in the way that Mark does it to to what Freddie does. Does Mark go slightly higher? Uh, I think that's the vibrato coming in again. Right. He does maybe... No, it's the same note. Yeah. It's just his vibrato seems to be a lot stronger. Which again makes me think that's where the effects are coming in. Yeah, maybe actually. Yeah. You can have, I don't know how you do it at all, but you can have vibrato correction on auto tune. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Teaching people things about music. <laughs> I should really know more about vocals, shouldn't I? <laughs> Yeah, I just know a lot from YouTube because YouTube is the most helpful thing ever. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> that's for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different one. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. So that's a difference that I definitely notice. The way that Mark's vocals in that um before in the original where the drums come in his his kind of rasp if you know what i mean if you listen to the original it's it's nice it's clean then the way that mark does it there is that tight there is that kind of tight chested rasp oh yeah yeah there is it's almost like got a bit of more like 
yeah, I, I see what you mean. And it gives it... It's definitely got more there. Kind of gives it that slight character, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So... How does... How does Freddy do it? So he does it is that rasp as well then because of the way that it is it's because of the way that it was processed in in, in the 70s it's not as much of a as, of a loud rasp if you know what i mean because they had to save that kind of tape space yeah yeah right so my... sorry i wonder if mark's um doing that as well to Take place of the drums that come in that section to make it sound louder, to make it sound more full. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you, I see where you I see where you're coming from. Yeah. So... All the way That's so And obviously, the most recognizable part of the song, apart from the heavy bit. Oh, I... Um. Yeah. And again, Mark using um, using a rasp there to make it sound more more full and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Full and something I cannot remember. Um, it's got more of an oomph. Yeah. So. And then the the vibrato you can see, um, definitely bring brings it together into that the the kind of section switch. I guess it's a B the B section kind of. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess it would be. Uh... It's yeah, it's it's not bad. So. If it didn't mean to make you cry, is very well done on Freddy's part, of course, because it's Freddie Mercury. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't think there's really much else we can analyze here. Just well, like that. The way the way he sings it is definitely different. But yeah, in my opinion. In in my personal opinion, it sounds great. Yeah, oh, definitely amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Sorry, go ahead. It, it's it is really interesting to hear uh, to hear a just piano Bohemian Rhapsody because I've never I've never listened to one of it to that before. I don't know if there is another like popular one or anything, but it is really cool to listen to because I do feel like sometimes a band can undermine a moment if in the wrong context like i don't think this one in particular really does suffer from that but there are definitely some songs where it's like the instruments just weren't necessary there and it yeah. kind of just ruins everything else like the um sorry the opening of um either either one or nothing else matters by metallica uh kind of linking it back to what we actually know about the um i think the way that Lars comes in with those drums just very heavily kind of ruins the song and it and it's not needed. Yet here in Mark's version, the way that he's making that that connection to make it more sound more full, to make it sound honestly great by himself, um it just works. I, I don't know why, it it just does. Really does. It really has a nice quality to it. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? That's very well done. As... The way he hits the, the carry on is the exact same. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the exact same as Freddy, but again, louder to make it fit in, in place of that band, in place of, in place of the drums, in place of the bass. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
he just makes it sound honestly probably better than it than it could if he didn't go louder and make it make it sound more full. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I imagine a lot of great comments here, like, huh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to. I just was kind of going silent to see if you had anything else to say. Yeah, you're you're saying most of it. You're definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> And another just instrumental part that I feel. You can hear the guitar in there, kind of, which I guess in the mix it's 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 low as anything, which I guess kind of part of the sound of the original, why it's recognisable. But then in in the piano version, you wouldn't exactly be able to have that. Yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, definitely. Definitely it, allows for more like space. I guess. Yeah. And the way that the guitar is, it's got a hell of a lot of reverb on it. Until, obviously, um, Brian May's solo, which is incredible, by the way. Um, not that he'll ever listen to this, but massive shout-out to Brian, <laughs> Brian May. Um, absolutely yeah. class guitar player, and he still is. Yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, literally no doubt about it. If nothing really matters. Then this bit, I guess that that kind of instrumental feels empty without the guitar there. In terms of if you compare it side by side to the original, yeah, it feels as if he's it... missing that sort of quality to it. You can, you can, when he, when he stops singing, Mark, you can really see how much the vocals is filling for other instruments. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's very impressive that he manages to do it so accurately when singing like Freddie, but also using his voice to kind of in place for other instruments. And definitely using, using dynamics as must well. Must be. Yeah. Tricky thing to do. Yeah. So, and moving on with uh... Too late. My time is the the start of that verse there kind of definitely the style has fallen off a little bit in the way that he goes too late. Lay. It's kind of that's very yeah. very modern. That's a uh, definitely like a naughty thing. Oh yeah, definitely. That is that is definitely a big distinctive difference there. Yeah. My time has come. And again, the kind of sound effects that we're getting from whoever the hell's playing drums at the time, I'm going to get shit on the comment in the comments for that, but yeah. Um <laughs> for whoever the hell was playing drums at the time, it's it's great to to hear that kind of filling filling space. I guess that they felt needed filling, but again, personally, it didn't really need it. Yeah, definitely. I think that can be an issue with like when things are produced to a certain level, where there's things added that just don't need to be there. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think he's in this specific verse he's definitely gone into his own kind of vocal style his own way of, 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 of singing and kind of drifted away from Freddie a lot yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That, that that is definitely a section where it is clear. There is a clear difference. Yeah. And it's all. It's always. It is always strange that the the time where he uses more Freddie style is the time where it's not almost as necessary. 
once the like once it's just a vocals and a piano that would be like the time maybe or maybe he couldn't like maybe a time where he could have got away with it slightly more if he didn't but maybe that isn't the case because the pianos the vocals and the original is so distinctive yeah Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I don't definitely see where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, yeah, bear with me. All right, there we go. That high note there, that's such a, that's such a recognisable thing about Freddie Mercury, and it's, it's, it's very well done, um, the way that he does yep. it. And then you can kind of, I mean, I guess it's the way he hits the same note and, and the vowels that he pronounces it as, uh, the way that people are kind of saying it as a similarity. Yeah. He, he really has got the same sort of, God, there's no real word for it, but it's the same sort of, it's like magic, <laughs> like Freddie Mercury, the way he the way he sings. Oh yeah, definitely. So that sort of sparkle, you know. Yeah, no, I see. I see where you're coming from, and I definitely know what you mean. It's um, <laughs> it's hard to hard to know what you're like, what what the actual word is to say, but it's definitely it's definitely yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then, coming into this heavier, heavier kind of section, um, he so Freddie then cuts the piano completely, um, which is definitely where the first kind of the first kind of difficulty that Mark is going to encounter um, will end up being because yeah. of he's a man and a piano. Yeah. In, 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 Especially in, how like. Sorry. In comparison to like the other sections, it's fine, don't worry. Uh, in comparison to the other sections, this it, this definitely does get a bit heavier. You can't really achieve that properly, like just on a raw piano. No. So let's see how he compares to it then. So. That rasp again. He again. He's using his vocals like to fill in to a certain extent. It is def his vocals definitely do come across as like especially this section. He's definitely got more of like a almost a screech to it. it replace a guitar. Yeah, like a sort of sort of to it. Yeah, the kind of higher end of it. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then the um, the backing vocals there that I've honestly never noticed before. Um, so, no worries. Yeah, the backing vocals there that I've honestly ask. never noticed before. That obviously, again, Mark can't get in one take. Yeah, I never noticed that before until now. Yeah. Yeah. Is. So then, the solo. Yes. He just plays the piano part, which is, I mean, I guess all he can do, because he can't play a guitar part on a piano. No. I mean, theoretically, you, you yeah. could, but with a lot of difficulty. Yeah, it'd be very hard to do, yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And Freddie, I can't tell if he, if Mark had it, 
but Freddy there, um, the I don't want to die, it's definitely, there's a rasp about it, I think. There's a, another tight-chested kind of thing. Um, but I, I guess that's just part of the Freddy style. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't know in that particular moment, but in other, pieces, in other parts of the song, like Mark definitely does get that across, that tight-chestedness. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess is, is, is another similarity. Maybe I... God knows. Yeah. Hmm. Shaggy Wallbound Boogie. Yeah, God, same, honestly. So I'm just going to listen to this through because it's such a good solo. Yeah. Be good. So, the famous part, another famous part. <laughs> let's see, let's listen to Mark's, Mark's version of it first. And uh, there, I didn't even realise that. I hadn't listened to his version all the way through before. But he's actually um, playing part of the solo on the piano. So I retract what I said. Yeah, he did that phenomenally. Wow. Yeah. And granted, I think this is an electric piano, from what I can tell, if there's speakers where my mouse is, if you can see it. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. Hmm. Sorry. Here we go. I see a little silhouette of a man. Ah. So, if you listen to the way that he pronounces that first vowel, that's where the similarity is. That's yes. where people are saying it might genuinely be stolen. So here. I see a little silhouette of a man. And that, I feel like there, again, I know he's only a man of piano, but I feel like it's slightly anticlimactic. Yes. It doesn't have that same resolution to it. No. Of, like, it's, it's slightly unsatisfying. But again, like you said, there's not much more he could really do with it. But yeah, again, being a man of piano, there's not much can do. Because yeah. that is a very distinct part. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. It's a very distinct part, yeah. and there's not much you can do if you don't have every instrument you need. Yeah. The way he does it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, so the way he does it, he is. He definitely has to take a, few, a bit of like creative liberty with it. I think. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And, yeah, a bit like the way he does it. I think it's done pretty great for what for like he is using, and it's very impressive, almost. Yeah. Yeah. And the high note as well. Oh, oh it's such a high classic note. bit. Oh. Let's see what he. So he can't hit that. To give it to him again. Man at a piano, but he can't hit it. No. Also, I, yes, I know it's, no, it's, it's not Freddie Mercury doing it, but you move. <laughs> He's doing Freddie's parts very well. Yeah, he's definitely doing Freddie's parts well. Yeah. 
All right. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, actually. Kind maybe of... he can hit it. Galileo. <laughs> Very barely. He goes into. I guess it's a mix between his falsetto and his his head voice, maybe. And he yeah. very, very barely hits the higher. Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. So if we listen to that again. It's he's definitely gone into his head voice to get to that note, so well played to him, head voice is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could definitely hear in his voice that if he went even slightly higher he would start like cracking. Oh yeah. Like Yeah. It's easy it was pretty great that he managed to get that note. Yeah, massive well massive well played to him. Yeah. So next part. I can't remember what the next part is off the top of my head. So then that part which kind of sounds like a classical barbershop quartet kind of thing, that kind of four note, uh, four note harmony. Um, he does very well in what he plays, but personally, I think he could have played it as a chord, maybe, or. Oh yeah, that'll kind of give it a bit of a, a bit of like an oomph to it. Yeah, like a bit, a bit of like, it's like bit of something extra there. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Um, that. It definitely feels different in the way that he has to do it because of uh because of the fact that he doesn't have what he needs yeah oh i'm just a poor boy nobody loves me he's just a poor boy from a poor family spare him this life from this monstrosity easy come easy go will you let me go bismillah no. yeah and again it's a very full part with the rest of the band. I don't really see what, what he can do. For, he's definitely use, he's using what he's got to pretty much all it can do. Like, he's using his voice as much as he possibly can. Because like, in the original, there's a lot of different, obviously different like vocals going on in very quick succession, usually in very different notes, very like high and low. And so to even be able to do that with vocals is astonishing. Yeah. This is. And in in the way that the original was recorded, um, obviously being from the 70s, it would have been done using tape. So they had to be they had to be wary of of not doing too many takes, not wearing the tape down to the point where it snaps and they lose the whole song. Yeah. I mean people can correct me if that's if that's wrong, but it it's a very it can be a very risky thing recording on tape because it, it's just the way that it is can be uh the way that it is, the way that's very um kind of not dodgy but there is a word I'm looking for and I can't remember what it is. Um, you have to be precise, is what I'm saying. Nice. Right. Um, yeah. On, on, on tape recording. And even back in the like 19th century, you had to be precise because using wax. Before tape recorders and tape was invented, they used wax. Imagine that. Right. <laughs> that would be difficult. <laughs> Well, imagine I'm glad you... we're living in an era where we definitely deal with that. Yeah, imagine you accidentally, uh, you accidentally melt it and you lose your whole song. How about that? Oh god, that'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so annoying. <laughs> Which is why 
uh, wax had to be recorded in, in room temperature. All right. Yeah. There's a bit of um, history for you guys, yeah. <laughs> Useless facts. <laughs> like to tell your friends that it gets mildly frustrated. Yeah. That's very cool. The choke symbol, the Roger Taylor. Well played, him. Yes. <laughs> we stand, jumpers. Yes, we do indeed. Um, so let's see how he does this part then. God's sake. It's. Compared to the original, it does sound a bit stupid. In the nicest way possible, it sounds a bit stupid. Has no meaning to it. No. He. Especially in one part, I can't remember exactly what is now. In the original, he had really varied vocals, but he just kept that note consistent. Yeah. In that part, it was just so. It stood out so much. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. I don't think. I mean, I guess that's part of part of the problem of again just being a man on piano. You can't do much with it. Oh yeah. And you can't hit notes Especially that bounce that it. You can't. It's it's difficult. It is, there's definitely difficulties about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But. Oh, he struggled. <laughs> okay. He struggled with that bit. So, I have he really did hit that note. He, uh. Yeah. I thought he was going to be able to hit the higher note. Maybe not. He tried to. I guess he kind of got it in the middle of those two. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one hurt to listen to. Such... <laughs> it really did. With such an poor. That's, that's such a distinctive part. Of yeah. that section, that high note at the end, it's just like the lead into like the drums, the heavier bit, and it gets a bit more like up. It's like if it's not high, then it just doesn't have the yeah. same impact. It doesn't have the same drop, I guess. Yeah. If it was drum and bass, exactly. it would be a drop. Yeah, exactly. So the, the original, it's uh. I didn't realise I had the choir vocals. Yeah. Oh. oh, that sweet that relief. So much sweet relief. Yeah. Oh. Let's just go back and oh. listen to that again. Oh, Roger Taylor. Well played to you, sir. He's still alive. Out of curiosity, is Roger Taylor still alive? Oh, I hope so. There's been a lot of drummers who've died recently, and I don't need another one. He is 72. Oh, good for him. Damn. Okay. <laughs> he is still yeah. going. So, they're still on tour, I think, with Adam Lambert. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's very cool, actually. Good for them. Good for them. So, obviously, then we got the heavy part. Which everybody loves. Yeah, definitely. Feels like it's getting a bit like. Sorry. The first part was it kind of like easy going to it, and this bit it's like, yeah, full throttle, we're just going to go a bit better. Oh, yeah. And it sounds awesome. I do want to listen to his, his vocals here, because I know the way that Freddie sings it, um, I think, is, is, is cleaner. It's. Not as much, but then Mark has a lot of space to fill. A lot of space, definitely. Yeah! I don't know, it feels anticlimactic, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's... In the Queen... In the Queen's original, does it have piano? Like, it in doesn't. that section? Doesn't. Right. That must be why it sounds so, so out of place. Because even... Yeah, because... Especially in that section, 
it sounds a bit strange without it just being piano. Oh, again, yeah. limitations. Again, due to limitations. But, oh, God, it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Here. I'm going to be interested to see what he does there because Freddie does it in a way that's cleaner and because of the the space that's being filled doesn't need to be raspy, doesn't need to be heavy it just needs to kind of be there yeah I suggest seeing to see how Mark will do that. Yeah, so let's, let's have a listen. Kind of as I thought, raspy, loud, in your face. Which is, I guess, yeah. what this entire section is. Yeah. Again, having to fill space there with vocals. Yeah, and... Uh... Again, well played to him. It's it's a good cover. Forty nine million views. So Ow. he has done well to do what he can with what he has available to him. Obviously there's stuff in his background that might have been useful, but one take. So <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of like the majesty of it. It's like almost like a bit of a gimmick. It's like we did this one bit, like yeah. song that's got so many different elements to it, did it in one bit with just a piano and the voice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's most of his most of his channel. I guess just piano covers. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So back to Freddie. Uh, clean, nice. Doesn't need to be in your face because the rest of the band is filling filling everything. I have. I do have to say, I've always thought the Queen, the Queen tone, uh, guitar tone, has always been interesting. In in the way that Brian May does it, is he has the uh, he has an OD pedal, he has a treble booster, wah pedal. It's oh, definitely right. it's. I think the treble booster, in my opinion, is quite unnecessary. But I guess that's coming from someone who listens to a lot of modern heavier music, where it's mostly. Mostly bass, where a lot of the EQ yeah. is on on the lower end. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was about to say, like again, we should probably praise how phenomenal the guitar is, especially oh, yeah. that section, because easily a guitar there could very easily like un like go way over the top and undermine everything else. But he plays it with restraint, but he still does it phenomenally. It's done really well. Yeah, and the way that it is such a simple guitar line just makes it brilliant. Yes. Yeah, he's doing what he can. Mark is doing what he can. Yeah. I guess he definitely hits that higher note that time. Oh yeah, he doesn't struggle because it's in Freddie's Freddie's range more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> His face there, I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Right, so he does it perfect. Fine, going back into that instrumental, back into a second solo, I cannot remember. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, perfect. No. Yeah. No, no criticisms at all. Yeah. Done very well. Ah, oh, the video there is brilliant. So yeah, we go back into this this second solo, um, where it's mostly instrumental again. So, uh, yeah. let's put let's put it out. 
That's completely unnecessary. It's like Matt yeah. Bellamy just doing endless arpeggios. But you know, we'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's interesting when it just when it goes right down to just piano, it always sounds a bit like bluesy. Oh yeah. I see what you see see where you're coming from. It just needs to be changed key and scale. <laughs> yeah. Just these tiny little things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That classic, the wah pedal all the way down, the guitar panning from each ear. Oh, it's perfect, just perfection. And then he does it. That's how does how does he how does Mark do it? That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. He kind of. Almost unnecessarily did it in a different oh god. Different way. He did it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Okay then. What what why he did that? <laughs> that is a... That's the first time he's changed something that almost didn't need to be changed. Like in other points when he changed his vocals, it was to be like to fill in different parts, but there it doesn't really fill in anything else. It was just done differently. Yeah. Such a... It's kind of the same, but it's still inherently different. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which feels oh. strange, but. I, uh, I don't know if that if that's what he felt like he had to do then to get the perfect take then yeah I get it getting a perfect take is is difficult but if he was trying to stick to accuracy then not really yeah it's definitely clear that in some situation he is doing like he is definitely not priority doesn't seem to be hundred percent accuracy no it's, it's definitely more. Uh, like you said, like just making sure, just making it fit best I can within what he's doing. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, yeah. It hits that note well, which I don't think is done by vocals. I think that's just played on Brian May's guitar. Yeah. But he hits it well. Yeah, again, filling in. It sounds very good. It doesn't sound strange that he's doing it either. What can sometimes happen when you're doing, like, when you're mimicking um, a guitar on vocals. Yeah. If it's very nicely. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I didn't know that part is tough. I think that's... I think that's more of a tribute to how normally he's playing guitar. That it sounds like it sounds like a vocal like, yeah. moment. And the way it's, it's making gone it always clean, like talk. The way that it's gone clean, I guess, is kind of. I don't know if there's a chorus on it. Um, chorus. I guess we could cover in a, ooh, another episode. Ooh, what have I done? <laughs> okay. It kind of adds a chorus, I guess. Maybe post-production, I don't know. Um, yeah. But Mark can't do that in, in in one take without actually going in, editing editing it, adding a whole new separate track, adding a chorus on that track. It's a whole process post-production that I guess he would yeah. have had to do anyway. Um, going through making sure everything's alright. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, is sorry. Is so it's Um It is genuinely quite amazing that he has managed to to hit Bohemian Rhapsody's. Well, he's missed certain things from it, but he's definitely managed to get like hit certain moments that must have been very difficult to do with just the vocals and piano. Oh yeah. And I think I think it's amazing that he did manage to get that across very well. Yeah. 
he's a great vocalist. I will give it to him. Yeah. Really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. And that that ending, brilliant. Very good, yeah. It's. I mean, I guess it's Freddy, Freddy, kind of Freddy-ish, the way that he's doing it. Um, let's just have a listen to Freddy's then. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Well, that was um that was good. That was that was our first episode of our podcast. Any any conclusions um, before I end up recording? Um wait, oh God. Uh something related to this or just related in general? Uh related to this. Just a conclusion. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Mark has done a very good replica of just um, of Bohemian Rhapsody of just a piano, and that's done very well. Um, hopefully, we'll do more stuff. Whatever we things come across that yeah we want to talk about. Um, I think yeah. Next pod, um, there's a band that I definitely want to discuss with you. I think I. Uh, I sent you the name of them, uh, and we'll try and get around to that. Yeah. So thank you all for awesome. listening. Um, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, bye. <laughs>